Hey, welcome back to the Relentless Positivity Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Martin. Got a great guest today. It's going to help you with your confidence. You know why? Because she's called the confidence coach. Don't we need some of that in our life? And that's just one of the things she's going to help us with today. Uh, she's an author. She's a coach. She's a speaker. She's a teacher. And she's passionate about empowering people to realize their brilliance and greatness and help ignite their potential. Now, that sounds pretty awesome, right? Now, welcome Kate Hartsong to the show. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Joe. I am so excited to be here. And and as you mentioned, it is such a joy for me to be here of service and to just empower people and, and create that positivity. That's right. You're the perfect person to be here. So there's so oh. many people lacking in self-confidence. Can you kind of share some tools, how people could uh, raise their self-confidence levels? Absolutely. Uh, there are so many tools and, you know, they're very simple one of the things that we can do and, and to allow ourselves to do this is to just recognize the good that we do. And I recommend to my clients and audiences that, you know, if, if we could just every morning or at night, write the three things that we have done that day that we can acknowledge ourselves for, or, uh, appreciate ourselves for so for and it doesn't have to be a big thing for example hey i showed up for my job even though i'm very unhappy at my work or it could be hey you listened to a friend and they were you know they needed you and you were there for them or how about pre 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 <laughs> preparing i want to say prepare or provide at the same time <laughs> Prepare a meal for your family or for yourself or getting down to the gym. There's so many things we can appreciate ourselves for. So that's one tip. Another tip, and oh, this one is really powerful. And I would encourage everyone if they can to do this. And that is to look in the mirror, even if it's only for a second or two, looking into the mirror and then just appreciate yourself or say something nice to yourself. You know, I learned this years ago, like 20, 30 years ago. And actually, it was really hard for me to do this at the beginning. But I noticed as I did it more in time, I was actually able to look into my eyes for a few longer seconds, and it really helped. Um, it's just to acknowledge yourself. And I would also ah, just let everyone know Truly, what's so key is to do the best you can to talk nice to yourself. This is tip number three. It's so easy for us to get into the habit of, oh, using, you know, phrases that put us down. You know, as I was growing up, I was a very, very insecure person. I had no self-esteem. And I used to always say as my go-to phrase is I am stupid mm. and you know that certainly didn't make me feel good right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so um in time as I've built up and I overcame my the reasons for my low self-esteem I came to realize how important it is to have positive self-talk that's one of the things I love what you're doing Joe the name of your po podcast relentlessly positive so how would a person feel if we are relentlessly positive when we're talking to ourselves? And that doesn't mean we ignore the bad 
or we ignore upsets. I mean, if we're going to feel bad, it's going to happen. Yeah. But if we can process through that, and that's a whole nother topic, but if we can process through that and recognize, you know, we're always doing the best that we can. And then to go back into a place of self-appreciation, of, of feeling good about, about ourselves, to really have awareness, mindfulness and awareness on our self-talk that is powerful. In fact, I almost say that's number one as far as tips yeah. on how to build self-confidence. How are you talking to yourself? Can you be kind to yourself? Probably everyone on your audience here is kind to other people. Well, how about being kind to yourself, right? Yeah, why do we do that, right? Why are, we, why are we so nice to everybody else, but not to the most important thing like ourselves why wouldn't we start you know <laughs> kind of two and three kind of combined like i'm in the fitness world that's what i do for a living and you'll see a lot of people that'll just talk bad about themselves about their body and their weight and all these things that no one else would ever say about them you know mm -hmm. they would never and they would and they may have all these great they may look absolutely fit and healthy to somebody else but they nitpicked all these little things out there and, yes. and how does yeah, that help you right a great question why do people do that i don't know if it's there's probably many reasons but perhaps one of the biggest reasons in my perspective is we think it's not good to think good of ourselves. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, Western society teaches us, oh, you've got to do for others and you've got to be good to others and, and think highly of others. But we never really focus on when we really think highly of ourselves and when we can build that self-confidence and know we are good. Recognize one we are no better or worse than anyone else. But when we are at that level of confidence, Joe, then we can actually better give to others. We're more authentic. We can live better and give our gifts to others. And in that way, we're of service to others when we live authentically. So I just, you know, I, I've been there, done that, you know, so I know what it's like to have low self-esteem and I know what it was like to have massive shame. And I also know it's possible to live and transcend all that. Right. So what was your, what was your turning point? How, what happened for you? What was the turning point for yeah. you? I think the turning point for me was my divorce uh, about 25 years ago where I, I, well, it even, there was a turning point even in my early twenties where I was so, well, I'll talk about that. The turning point where I was so uncomfortable, feeling so frustrated when I'm witnessing other people around me, they have friends, they're happy. Why am I with this constant pain? Mm. I think, Joe, my turning point was in my early 20s, you know, I just don't want this pain anymore. What can I do? And the pain really did motivate me to shift and that's where i did start taking a lot of personal development classes workshops i got some psychotherapy working through the trauma from childhood and um just a dedication to myself i think that was my turning point yeah that's great i mean it's so, so motivating because someone out there right now that's listening it probably has the same problem they they think they're no good they think they're they're always going to be like that and they're always going to be in pain but it, you're you're a living example it doesn't have to be like that you know yeah. your path may be a little bit different than anybody else's but just letting someone know it's possible that is so big yes and it really warms my heart it fulfills me so to 
really empower people to know it is totally possible to make change. Of course, you see me as a very positive, upbeat person today. But yeah, I wasn't like that when I was younger. So I really empower people to know it totally is possible to make change. Maybe it doesn't happen overnight, but it is. So those three tips are a good start. Oh, yeah, that's a great way to start. So something you, you encourage people to study themselves. Can you kind of speak on that a little bit, why that's so important and how they can do that? Absolutely. It really is important for people to study themselves, to get to know themselves. And with the backdrop, please, of compassion and kindness mm. as we do this. And try not to beat yourself up when we study ourselves. But the reason it's so critical is that the more we know ourselves, the more that we get to know uh, what our values are, what are our beliefs, the better that we can then show up and to recognize, well, maybe there is something about me I want to change. And also as we get to know ourselves, oh, there is something about me that I love doing and I'm going to do more of that and it brings me more joy. So there's so many different, uh, we can un uh, excavate so many beautiful things about ourselves that we can cultivate uh, on the other side of the coin, there might be things we don't like, but those are things that we could heal. And so the more that we can live in that place of knowing ourselves, then we can better take action on whatever things we do want to make change in our life. And again, I can't emphasize this and uh, emphasize it enough in the backdrop, always to have that kindness and compassion and not to beat yourself up. I mean, I know, I know very well, it's easier said than done. But when we can do that from a place, well, like, how would we act when we're with a three year old innocent child, they're showing up being happy doing the best they can. And we can offer that to ourselves as well. Yeah, it's something I encourage my clients, like I mentioned, I'm in the fitness world. And I always tell hey, you, you can't heal a body that you hate right? You cannot no. change a body that you hate. If you hate all these things, you're never going to change that. So start start exactly what you're talking about. Start with compassion and work from there. And it's amazing how much better results you can get just doing that. Absolutely. Isn't it? And that's what you just shared, Joe, is such a key point on, well, where is our focus? And when we do have a more of a positive focus, so many positive things and growth can come from that far easier much more with grace and ease than if we go with uh, hating our body and then, well, how are we going to, you know, we're giving our mind a conflicting message. I'm trying to improve my body and I hate it. That's conflicting. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. As you well know, with your clients, you just can't do that. Right. Yeah. But it's so common. So that's something that that's, that's great. That you're out there telling people about that and, and help how to help start with compassion. It's something else you do that I'm very interested in. Oh, there's tons of research out right now. Meditation. Can you touch on meditation a little bit? And then take us through a little meditation if you want. Just a little short one. Because I know people, they they talk about meditation and they think, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to be in like some weird robes or something. There's going to be candles involved. <laughs> you know, but it's not like that. And just kind of take us through a meditation for beginners, if you will. I will be happy to do that. Um, I will first describe a little bit what really is meditation. And truly, it is not complicated. And yeah, there is maybe 
different myths on what we need to do. I love to describe it in a very simple way that I, I learned many years ago. I love this definition. Uh, and world-renowned author Joan Barasenko came up with this definition. And in my mind, it's perfect. Meditation really is a very simple process of whatever we are truly focusing on, very focused on in the very present moment. So what this means is it can be as simple as sitting in a chair and focusing on our breathing, which is the one I will take your audience with. Or meditation can be actually doing art or being in the midst of ecstatic dance, dancing, being so at one. Because think about it, when we're dancing or when we're doing art or some, some kind of creative thing, we are so present in the very moment. We're not thinking about the past or the future. What about taking a walk? Again, if we're very mindful, it, it just really meditation is the awareness, the mindfulness. So when we're taking a walk, if we can be very mindful, perhaps even so aware of how the one foot goes in front of the other, and we hear the sounds of nature, and we just look with total presence, total awareness, looking at the trees or the bush or the whatever, the key here is we don't have, we just have to focus on something. So if, if people have a hard time sitting still, meditation can still happen with walking or with art or creativity, whatever. What all of these things have in common is the key of awareness and just focus. Um, it is best to do it at, if possible, the same time every day, even if only five minutes start out with. And the other key concept to know is not to get angry or and don't resist if thoughts come, because thoughts are very normal. We're so accustomed to having thoughts bombard us all the time, that monkey mind. So part of the meditation also is to recognize just imagine thoughts being like a cloud that they come but then they go and if we just don't resist and just recognize okay it's the thought that actually helps cultivate staying in that space of meditation so don't worry about if you have thoughts and I can promise you the more often we meditate and over time it has an incredible cumulative effect less and less thoughts will come in. I've been meditating for about 30 years. Wow. And for the most part, when I meditate, I don't generally don't have a lot of thoughts. Some days I may have more than others. Maybe I have a lot on my mind, but generally speaking, not that many thoughts. So here are the tips and then I'll go into a short meditation. Okay, the tips are don't get hung up if you have thoughts. Oh, you know, oh darn it, I'm not doing it right. There's thought. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, that's not the case. It's normal to have thoughts. Don't resist. Let them go like a cloud. Also, the key is just to focus, whatever it might be. It may be a breath, and I'll do that in our short meditation. It could be a short phrase like, I am safe, or all is well, 
or whatever resonates. Very short, because again, when you just repeat it, there's that focus. And again, know that it can be done whether sitting or outside or doing a you know, creative process. So let's go ahead now. I'm also going to give a heads up. Anyone listening, please do not do this meditation while you're driving or if you're operating heavy machinery right now. You can listen, but don't do it. And then do it later after we're done. <laughs> so um, the best thing to do if a person is sitting and there's energetic reasons for this, the best thing to do is sit straight in a chair with both feet on the ground, not crossed and having your back straight. It just helps with the flow of the physical body and the energy through the body. And then I'm going to slow down and I am going to encourage people just to hear my voice and take a deep breath. And what we'll do in this meditation is focusing on the breath and I will describe it first and then we'll go into the actual guided meditation. And it's only going to be for about two or three minutes, but it's really amazing what will happen. And I would also encourage your audience to kind of check in right now on a scale of one to 10, how are they feeling? With 10 feeling absolutely great. And then after the meditation, we'll do the same check-in. So the breathing will be simply being totally aware of the breath coming in as you take an intake breath. And even maybe be aware of the sensation of the air in the nose. And then the out breath, again, just total awareness of the sense of your lungs, perhaps air coming out of your nose. It's just total awareness and focus on the breath. And that's all we're going to do. And then I'm just going to say a few words and uh, we're gonna go ahead and get started. So if you're in a quiet place, both feet on the ground, just be keenly aware of my voice. And also aware of the quiet, the silence between my words. And know you are safe. And now just take a deep breath and just be aware of how that feels taking that deep breath. And then on your normal speed, normal breathing, exhale. And I invite you just to be keenly aware of every breath you take, having no expectations and know there is no right or wrong way to do this. Just be so focused on your breath. Normal breathing now, taking an in-breath, being very well aware of it, an out-breath, and beautifully and with grace, just follow your breath, your natural rhythm of life called the breath. Knowing you are completely safe, following your breath. 
complete awareness. If you hear a sound, that's okay. If you have a thought, that's okay. And imagine now that you are in a beautiful area, nature that brings joy to your heart. And the beauty of the nature just helps you remember to have that breath. Again, following your breath, just normal. In and out. You're doing wonderful, breathing in and out, total of keen awareness, relaxation. And as we gently bring our eyes open, bring ourselves back to the podcast, recognizing there is okay, it's okay for you to be calm, it's okay for you to relax. And we did that only for about two and a half minutes. So I'm going to ask your audience to themselves, ask yourself, where are you on a scale of one to 10? Now, most people who I do this with or my and with my clients, there is always an increased number. It's more, much more relaxation. And that was only for like two and a half minutes. Right. Yeah. So I want to ask him if, if they know where their shoulders are now, if they probably started up in their ears and they're probably down and back now. So where are your shoulders? Cause I see a lot of people walking around shrugged up, stressed out, man, just two to three minutes a day. That could really be life changing. I know I was about to get, I was about to fall asleep. I'm not going to lie. You've got a very good meditation voice. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I've been told that many, many times. Yeah. You need to be recorded on that. So yeah. Well, I actually do have uh, two free meditations on my website, but we'll talk uh, about that later. Oh, yeah. You got to go get those. I mean, that, that was really good. That's, I know people are like me and they're very busy. They got a lot going on. They don't take much time to themselves. Just sit there and do that for two to three minutes. I mean, I, that seemed like an eternity to me. I'm not going to lie. It, <laughs> I know it, just it actually a... seemed like a long time to me when I intended to have that quiet space without my talking it was only about 20 seconds i have a a clock right here <laughs> yeah. to keep a track of the seconds but it still felt like a long time yeah we're really in focus we're actually in the beautiful space of the present moment yeah that was great i'm gonna start doing that more often so just like awesome. i said i'm gonna start with two three i'm gonna work my way up so maybe 30 years from now i'll be maybe i'll get close yeah. to yeah <laughs> Yeah, so I want to kind of switch gears right now because we are we're living in challenging times right now. There's a lot going on. It's the world's a pretty scary place right now. But how can that be actually be a good thing? So can that be a good thing? Yes, <laughs> it's a tough, tough question, but uh, easy for me to answer. Yes, we are living in chaotic times. It's so much upheaval individually and also in families and collectively on the whole planet. But the reason why it's actually a good thing, and my book talks a lot more about it in detail with this, but essentially, you know, Joe, we are going through a huge evolutionary shift, both humanity and the Mother Earth, because we're so intric intricately connected with the Mother Earth. 
and there is an actual shift and it happens evolutionary shifts happen from time to time with humanity and with the mother earth we happen to be in the very midst of the most unprecedented biggest massive upheaval change and what's happening is we're going from an age of pisces which is characterized by uh, male dominance and aggression and war and a sense that we're separate um, inequality and men and women are not equal this is the old age we are moving into the age of what they call some call it the age of aquarius where it is actually an age of recognizing we actually are all united and one on a most energetic level we also recognize that there's more love and higher vibration of kindness and respect, collaboration, and working with the earth and working with others with, with respect and considering all components. So in order to bring the new in, and this is whether it's the new age of Aquarius or even in our own personal life, and I'll give you an example of it, but in order to bring the new, the old has to be brought up for us to look at, for us to process, for us to uh, heal and work through in a way to then release it. And so even though it's painful, and I know very well from my own life and from so many people on the planet, probably every single person, sometimes massive devastation and tragedy, yes, extreme pain, but it is through this pain that there is change. Because when people are in pain, they are much more motivated to make change. So the good thing is that we are recognizing what needs to be changed. And through this healing, the old actually gets dismantled. And through that, the positive, good, new comes in. It's like this beautiful, like the we're in the fall weather the, the beautiful leaves are now starting to turn and they're going to fall off the trees in order for the new in the springtime to have new leaves on the trees. The old leaves have to fall off, right? right. You need to make way for the new. Or let's say for a, a woman, let's say she's very unhappy at a job and she has just that awful feeling inside very disgruntled, and she knows it's not right for her, and she has the desire for new. Well, in order to bring that new, she does have to quit that job. Maybe she'll have to keep that job while she works towards getting the experience or the skills for a new job, but she'll make room time-wise in her life with that new job when she quits the old. But how does she know that she should even quit the old? It goes back to an earlier question you asked me, Joe. Why is it so important that we uh, get to know ourselves right. and we learn and discover about ourselves? Well, when we do, then we can recognize, hey, this doesn't work for me anymore. I've got to get rid of the old paradigm and bring in the new. And so there's uh, an example, although painful for most of us, it is actually a good thing. Yeah, I mean, you've lived that out, right? You were in pain, and that's what made you change, right? So you're, you're not true. just speaking words here. This is you're living that's your true. Life. Yeah, so that's very, very true. I know there's someone out there thinking that you know, I'm, man, I'm just just one person. What what could I do to make the world a better place? It's just me. How could I do? What could I do? Yes, 
it seems so overwhelming when we see all what's happening on the planet and how can one person make a change? Well, I am here to tell you, even though I don't know who is listening to this podcast, I know every single person on your podcast, every one of them is an extraordinary light. And so there's such a good reason why they're here on the planet. They are magnificent. Every single one of you is incredible. And when you can embrace that within yourself and truly live with high confidence and esteem, really stepped into the full power of who you are, you are making a big positive difference for yourself. You are making a big top positive difference for those around you. You have a positive radiance about you. And in that way, Joe, your audience then makes a positive difference to the collective consciousness. Now, I'm not going to go into details now, but I will tell you why is that? Well, it all has to do with energy. And um, science has proved that on a most basic elemental level, everything is energy. So when I am in a happy mood, that's energy. And so imagine a billion people on the planet doing their own personal work, raising their self-esteem, talking nice to themselves, <laughs> being good to themselves, living their purpose, living authentically. They're going to collect all of that adds to the collective consciousness. And in this way, there's an actual shift on the planet. So this is really how we can make a, ch a, a change on an individual level. That's so it. don't think that you're not important because everyone is. Yeah. And, and you know, and if you get on the internet and you see those people that are, they're just called them trolls, I guess, and they're out there just causing chaos on the internet. Those are not people that are confident in themselves. They don't feel like they're fulfilling their life purposes. Um, because that, that's how they just reach out and lash out like there. You know, hurt people hurt people, like they say. So, yeah. um, so if you can just help change someone, start with yourself, right? If no one yeah. else you can start with yourself, you can change the world. So, I this has been this has been great. People need that confidence, and maybe they want to work with you. Tell us more about how they can reach you and work with you. Absolutely. Well, I have a website, Joyful Radiance. <laughs> Very appropriate to the name of this podcast. Yeah, that's right. J o y f u l. R-A-D-I-A-N-C-E, joyfulradiance.com. There, um, I've got information about my being a confidence coach. Also has information on my new book called Humanity's Cry for Change, Actions You Can Do to Create a New Earth. Oh, there you go, yeah. And I also have another book. It's all about building self-esteem called Deeply We Are One. So those books will help. And I am um, very happy to answer any questions. If people want to go to my website, just go to the contact. And just even if you have a question, you don't have to be looking to buy anything. I am here to support you. So check out my website, joyfulradiance.com. And I'll, yes, if you do opt in, I do have two free meditations called heartwarming meditations. And maybe that'll be a good way to get started on this uh important practice of meditation there you go <laughs> yeah if you got that little sample today go get the real thing now go to the website yeah. get a couple of them they're, they're free just opt in and get some cool information hey thank you so much for what you're doing people need their confidence they need to put out positive energy in the world and you're helping people do that so thank you for what you're doing out there you are so welcome it's such a joy and thank you as well joe you're doing the same thing and 
Thank you so much. Yeah, it's been yeah, so, yeah. so wonderful to it's be here. Fun. Hey, we're on the same team, right? We got to help out. So if Absolutely. you're listening right now, please please share this message. Maybe someone needs to learn how to meditate. Maybe they need to learn how to take care, better care of themselves. Maybe they need some compassion in their lives, right? So share this with them, help them out. Share Kate's information with them. Go to her website as well. Check it out. Get those meditations. And we're going to make this world a better place. What do you say, Kate? I love it. Yes, we are making this world a better place. That's thank right. You. We can do it. We learn how we can do it now. So let's go out and do it. Hey, thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see you next week. Wow, what a great episode. You share that with somebody. I'm going to share with you some awesome sponsors. McWilliams Marketing. They can help your business grow. Regardless of the size of the project, you're going to get a solution that is specifically created for you and your business. No cookie cutter, one size fits approach here. So Amy and her band of fearless marketers can help you with all that stuff that you think you can do, but you're not really that good at it. You don't have time for it. They can do that. They're the experts. It's what they do. Web design, online conversion, optimization, SEO, uh, graphic design, marketing, page management, all that stuff. Go let them do that. Don't handle that yourself. Go check them out at mcwilliamsmarketing.com. See what all they can do. They're amazing people. Teak Patnick with Patnick Realit. He really does it all in the real estate world. General real estate sales, acquisitions, property management, investments, all that good stuff. You're not just a transaction with Teak. He really wants to build a relationship for life with you. He has built his whole business on prayer, hard work ethic, honesty, and results. You can trust Patnick Realty with all your real estate needs. Hey, I trust my brother from another mother, Teak, and you should too. Give him a call, 256-694-0117, or email him at teak at patnickco.com. Hey, is your child struggling with math? Are you frustrated trying to help them? Then you need Mathnasium of Madison. They will meet your child where they are and help them get where they need to go. And they will do this in a positive and uplifting environment. You'll see measurable changes in attitude, confidence, and school progress. And go to their website, mathnasium.com slash madisonal, and sign up for the assessment. It is a risk-free and cost-free process that will tell you exactly where your child stands academically. Check them out again, mathnasium.com, madisonal. You know what you need in your life? Some apparel app. It's where I get all my t-shirts and the Hope Dealer stickers there and all my stuff over there. But you can brand just about anything you want there. Whether you have an idea of what you want or you have no idea where to start, they can help you. Go check out their website, apparelab.inc, I-N-K. You, or you can email them at theapparelab at gmail.com. Use a promo code RELENTLESS. Save yourself some money. Get some great products. Hey, these are awesome businesses. Go support them. They're out supporting positivity, and they will do you right. Have an awesome day.